Welcome to Let Me Adjust My Ears, a weekly podcast about all things Disney and luxury travel. I'm Michelle from Making Memories Travel, your extra AF host. Grab your favorite cocktail and join me as we immerse ourselves in pixie dust and Disney vacations, minus the pint-sized entourage. Unravel the secrets of bougie travel and indulge in amusing conversations with fellow extra friends. Hold on tight to your ears as we launch right in. Hello, my friends. Today, I have a very special treat for you. The person who knows where all, and I do mean all, of my skeletons are hidden. My bestest friend, who actually is now my second best friend, and we call him hashtag runner-up. There's a total inside joke there. John, if you're listening, I love you. It's Kevin. As I mentioned in episode one, cast members who were working at Disney when Run Disney started were less than enthusiastic about its potential. Honestly, we didn't think it was going to be a thing. So imagine how stupid we all feel now, especially me, who even though I'm not a runner, I am a dedicated spin cycle class student, goes to one race week in a year and has an amazing time. As you'll hear, my bestest friend, Kevin, hashtag runner up, was part of the very first marketing done for Run Disney. And even he had his doubts. I am very excited today because I have, without a doubt, other than my former roommate, who I am still friends with and who will be a guest on this pod in the future, the person who I keep in touch with, who has known me almost my entire Disney life, and we are still fast friends. And that is my friend, Kevin. And I'm sure he will be on this pod again, because he always has lots to say. But Kevin, will you please tell the story? Because I love it of how we met. Of course, Michelle. Picture it. It was uh, the summer of 1990. Okay, I didn't ask you to tell everyone when it was. (laughs) Give them perspective of how long we've known each other. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yes. Um, I became an employee of the Walt Disney World Company as a stage technician in that yes, summer. Yes, and Kevin will be forever famous as the one cast member in all of eternity that didn't get to go through traditions. At so first. that's a yeah. thing. Yeah. And that, and that really parlays into the story. So we met uh, when... The Disney, at that time, MGM Studios, was working in partnership with NBC uh, to bring the game show Let's Make a Deal. It was a revival. Uh, This one was not hosted by Monty Hall. Instead, it was hosted by a gentleman by the name of Bob Hilton. I don't even remember him. Yeah, yeah. So the setup was that they would run the NBC show on certain days and do all their tapings. And on other days, they would do a theme park version for theme park guests and we would give away Disney prizes. So that's the concept of where we met. Michelle was working on the production for the studio guests as, as well as operations. Yes. And because as you alluded to, I did not have a chance to go through Disney traditions for all new employees I walked into the soundstage there on the Disney MGM lot and was immediately greeted by who was the stage manager and said, just take a seat. And I did with all the other cast members. And at one point, I asked Michelle, 
if she could give me some information. Um, no, no, no. I, you skip the part of why you chose Michelle to ask the question to. Uh-huh. I saw Michelle sitting with a few other people, very outspoken, very friendly. And I thought she would be a safe person that I could turn around and just say, hey, I have a question. You know, how do you get a name badge? And from that point on, it's been 33 years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're now hashtag runner up. So you've been, you know, Kevin likes to tell people that he's been saddled with me for asking one question. Just it was one. simply a simple question. Where do I go yeah. get this? I Yeah, he's really forgetting the <laughs> 30 yeah. plus years of friendship. Yes. Kevin was actually even the best, my best man at my wedding. I didn't have bridesmaids. So Kevin gave my wedding toast on my behalf. I did. Yeah. So it's been a lot of years. But this kind of parlays into the topic of this week's episode, which really is run Disney. I don't think we were working in the same place necessarily. It wasn't the summer of let's make a deal. It might have been. I don't remember. But when Run Disney started, which was really, they started a sports division, and it was in conjunction with the World Cup. I do remember that. They opened it in conjunction because Orlando was going to be a host city for the World Cup that year, and Disney was tagged to plan the halftime. So they opened this whole new division, and I was like, this is never going to be anything. I just totally remember My gut instinct was it's never going to work. I was obviously quite wrong about that one. But I, 33 years later, I was finally right about something that Disney was not going to do well. And that was the Star Cruiser concept. So my apologies to all my friends and listeners out there who are sad about the Star Cruiser and who got to go or didn't get to go and wanted to. But I thought Disney had it wrong from the very beginning. Yeah, Yeah. I would agree. So what do you remember about the launch of Run Disney? So at that point, I was working for Disney's creative entertainment division, which was event management, uh, trade shows promoting the Disney property, Disney different departments. And, you know, like I did stuff for Fairytale Weddings, for example, some travel industry. Uh, We did events when we were launching Disney Cruise Line. So different kinds of trade shows, uh, even shows like for the NAACP, we would go as a sponsor. But for Run Disney, I actually did the first promotion of the Disney Marathon um, at the Boston Marathon up in Boston. I did not remember that. Yeah, we created a booth. And the whole purpose was to get people interested and let them know that Disney was creating this marathon you know, there wasn't really anything to sell or anything like that. But a lot of people don't know that when you go to a run like that, the athletes have to pick up their materials, their running numbers. And uh, at the convention center in Boston, um, the Heinz Convention Center, which is downtown, they would come in, pick up their badge numbers. But there was also a trade show exhibit. So it included like all of the athletic shoe. Right. We had the trade show at Disney. Yeah. I mean, but other... Marathons aren't there, I don't think. Yeah, they're apparel makers, you know, vitamins, health foods, whatever it was. But we had for Disney a booth that was really launching and just getting people aware. And eventually you could, and I'm not a runner, so I don't know the whole background, but I know you have to like qualify 
And Disney was saying that eventually this marathon at Disney would help runners qualify for the Boston Marathon. But it was unique. What you try to explain to people like, oh, you're going to have an opportunity to run through the theme parks and things like that. So it was going to be a little bit different. And I think, you know, for serious runners at first, I was kind of like you, Michelle, like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like Boston Marathon people, they're serious runners. Right. (laughs) They're not going out there and just like I'm having fun and I'm going to dress in a funny costume or something like along those lines and be with my friends. Um, And I think at first it was kind of like, huh. but obviously today it's enjoyed not only by those runners who are true runners, but also families and like yourself. Yeah, like me. And I mean, it's huge. And Disney does a great job at attracting people who aren't serious runners like that. Now that you've heard how it all began, here is how I got addicted to run Disney. I was a perennial overweight child. In fact, I didn't get my dream job at Disney because I couldn't fit into the the highest costume size for guest relations at Epcot of a size 12 skirt. Thank goodness those requirements are long gone. But I finally had weight loss surgery and I shed 50 pounds and I needed to start exercising to help keep the weight off. And I got inspired by Oprah Winfrey and how she ran a marathon after she lost all her weight and somehow thought that that meant that I should do it too. Back then, the wine and dine race was held at night. The wine and dine, I always call it the wine and dine race. It was a nighttime race that was held the opening weekend. Back then it was uh, in November. It was literally the opening weekend. Now uh, the food and wine festival starts in July. But back then it started in late October, November. And they always had a food and wine festival race that weekend that I uh, still call the wine and dine. Um, And it was held at night. And it was something I really always wanted to do. I just thought running at night into Epcot would be really fun. But I put it off, I put it off. And now the race is during the day. Sad face. Um, So once I had found spin cycling class, shout out to my local love cycling studio, I figured it was time to take my endurance out for a test. And with not doing any actual race training, I still wanted to do the quote wine and dine race. And I managed to finish a 10k uh, that first time I tried it at Run Disney. And finishing is actually a big deal. Congratulations to anybody who has ever finished a run Disney race. But um, I didn't get to take part in any of the fun things associated with it. Like my flight was late, so I didn't get to go to the runner's expo. Um, I didn't understand what a drop bag was. I wasn't up to a time, a speed since I had done no training, the race limit to where I could stop and take pictures along the way. So basically, I was a run Disney neophyte, and I had no idea what I was doing. And so that's how it started. And I swore I was never going to do it again until I realized that I needed to do it and actually enjoy all the fun stuff that was associated with a run Disney. And so let me tell you all about the fun stuff about a run Disney race. So for one thing, there is a magical atmosphere. I mean, come on, you're at Walt Disney World. But run Disney races are known for their immersive and enchanting atmosphere. So even if you're not a runner, you can be part of the cheer. And that's spelled C-H-E. 
E-A-R, cheer squad. But you'll see everyone enjoys the magical experience of being surrounded by beloved Disney characters and some that you wouldn't imagine seeing in the parks ever, like my inner spirit animal, Miss Marie from the Aristocats. Vibrant costumes and enthusiastic participants. It's a huge bonding opportunity. If you and your friends participate in the race together, you'll find yourself walking or running next to people you've never met before and cheering each other on to the next milestone. You will cross that finish line and you will have your friends and family there cheering for you. These create the unforgettable memories that making memories travel is based on. Cheer each other on, celebrate your accomplishments. It's the perfect time to get all your girls together and do it. Stylish and fun costumes. A girls-only vacation to a run Disney race offers the perfect excuse to unleash your inner girl. Have your creativity and have fun with costumes. Many participants, even those in the cheer squad, dress up in whimsical outfits that are inspired by the race theme, Disney characters. It's a chance to let your inner child shine. You get to embrace your Disney spirit animal, turn heads with your fabulous and imaginative costumes, maybe even get on the Run Disney Insta. Vibrant and lively atmosphere of the race becomes even more enjoyable when you're part of that magical spectacle. There are memorable souvenirs and experiences. A Run Disney race provides an opportunity to collect one-of-a-kind souvenirs and merch. The commemorative medals, the race shirts, other race-specific merchandise become cherished mementos of the adventure. I'm still mad I didn't buy the race-exclusive lounge fly from this past January and the marathon weekend. And don't sleep on those photo pass pics that you can take at the parks when you go after the race is completed and you have your medal. Or medals, for those of you overachievers. Those are just priceless memories. Ultimately, Run Disney is an unforgettable experience. Participating in a Run Disney race is not just about the running itself, but also about making those lasting memories. It's an opportunity to step out of your comfort zone, challenge yourself, and accomplish something extraordinary. The sense of camaraderie among participants and your friends and even those watching back home, the cheerful encouragement from the spectators that includes tons of Disney cast members who get up before their shift to come cheer you on when you enter the Magic Kingdom and are running on Main Street to get to the castle. The joy of crossing that finish line, it's truly an unforgettable experience. I cried the first time I got to run through the castle. It was, I cried. It was, I was speechless. And that's regardless of your running abilities. I will still never call myself a runner. I am definitely a spinner. But if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, then I want you to join me as I continue my own Run Disney journey in February of 2024 at the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. It is my favorite of the Run Disney Race Weekends. And included in a special package that I am putting together for you is not only a tailor-made room ticket and photo pass package that suits you at the price point that you want to be at with as many people in your room, up to a maximum of five, 
at some resort as you want, you will get a personalized race weekend itinerary done by me. So you'll tell me what your favorite rides are, attractions, shows, what characters you most want to meet. Maybe you just want to count the hidden Mickeys or take pictures with your medals. I'm going to tell you the itinerary to make the most efficient use of the time and do what you want to accomplish. You are also going to get a training program designed for spinners like us by my two favorite cycle instructors who also happen to run marathons, a race day look from my gal pals over at Once Upon a Wardrobe, an energy session with my energy alchemist and my manifestation cheerleader, Ms. Irina Miller. You can check out the show notes on information on how you can follow her so that you'll get super excited by that little inclusion. And an opportunity to go on a VIP Disney tour with your fellow Run Disney Half Princess Marathon Weekend race peeps. You will get plenty of chances to take pictures with your medals on that VIP tour, I promise. So if you are ready to unleash your inner princess, that is the theme of the 2024 Princess Half Marathon Weekend, head to the show notes to find out how you can get added to the wait list and be the first to hear more about this package. See you real soon. And just like that, this episode is over. Thank you for joining me. To ensure that your next vacation is nothing short of divine, I've handpicked my top 10 tips for a Lux Disney experience. Find the link in the show notes. And until next time, stay fabulous.